Hey everybody, this is Connor, your podcast producer. Welcome back to the Pints with Pat podcast. This week, Pat's in the studio talking about everybody's favorite thing, the morning, getting up early, also chatting a little bit about goings-on here at Yellowbird as per usual, and as per usual, Pat's got a pint. He is drinking Jville Lager from Engine 15 right here in sunny, funny Jacksonville. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast and you have yourselves a great weekend. What's up, everybody? We're at Pints with Pat, and it's September 12th, 2019. It is a Thursday because I am going to the 12 Mavens little mastermind group I do on Friday. Um, I think that helps a lot. Just getting other perspectives of people who run businesses in Jacksonville. in Within Jacksonville, similar size to us, just the issues they're having. It's, it's a nice little group to be able to bounce ideas off each other. Um, but September 12th. I wasn't going to talk about this, but it came up as I looked at what date today was. Yesterday was September 11th. Um, Weird to think about. Me and my wife just started watching the show The Sopranos. And in the beginning, he's driving down the road. You see the Twin Towers in the background. And it just made me think of it again. How, like, weirdly surreal that day was. Do you you remember remember where you were, Nick? Yeah. Everyone remembers where they were. Crazy to think about. I was in, I was in computer class, sitting in computer class, and they had the TV on. I was like, God, you and your. I was young though. I don't remember, uh, you know, feeling the significant. I was too young and stupid and ignorant to actually know the significance of it. You know what I mean? I was too young for that. But right, I think I was in middle school. Um. But yeah, uh, a day to be remembered for sure. Think about everyone who sacrificed during that time period, firemen, um, firemen, you know, the police officers. It's crazy to think about. And uh, it's it's all even crazier to think about the fumes that everyone was inhaling during that time period and how people are now developing cancer because of it. And uh um, you know, they're not getting the care they should. It's just kind of a mess. I don't, I'm not going to act like I know a whole bunch about it. I watched a John Stewart kind of rant the other day when he was ranting about how it's bullshit. They're not getting the healthcare coverage they should from the government because, you know, breathing in fumes from September 11th. But anyway, there's no shortage of problems. That's for sure. We're not going to talk fucking politics on here. Let's talk beer. Um, Jacksonville lager. It's from Engine 15 Brewing, which is uh, a really cool little spot at the beach in the plaza by Taco Lou. Um, there's a Mojo's right next to it. That's a cool plaza. Turn it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so I, I don't go there as much now because uh, we have I have a daughter and my wife's pregnant, but we used to go there all the time. So Engine 15 is a cool place. A lot of their beers are good. My favorite one there used to be Old Battle Axe. We used to always get that one. But let's try this one. Jacksonville Jacksonville Lager Beer. Good as gold from Engine 15 Brewing. Very light. Um, light, but kind of a little hoppy tasting kick at the end. Um, not quite as smooth as like a yingling. 
or as heavy as a Yingling, but I, I like the I like the little kick it has at the end. It's like uh, it starts really smooth, um, almost like a Budweiser, and then in the end it kind of hits you with some some hops and sourness. So very good, I like it. Um, could probably drink three or four of these with dinner with a burger or something. It'd be perfect for that. Uh, probably not out in the sun, but as fall is coming on us and football season, perfect football drinking beer. I'll give this a, uh, I'll get a 6.6. This is what I'll give this 6.6 Jacksonville lager beer. I like it. I like it, but I want to, I want to keep it in the high to mid range because I want something to blow my pants off and really give it a, to give it a nine or give it an eight. I want it to really be special. So, okay. Pints with Pat today. Uh, one thing I really want, I wanted to talk about was, uh, mornings earlier in life. I was always a really late sleeper. I liked, uh, I like staying up super late and, um, you know, two, three in the morning and getting up and sleeping till 10. Uh, that was my thing for a lot of years, uh, working offshore and working in the merchant Marine. I was forced to wake up early, of course, but when I'd go home on vacation, I'd you know, party all night with my friends and wake up at 1130, watch some TV, lounge around. Um, that's back when I just didn't really kind of felt lost and didn't have a whole lot of direction. Um, mornings have recently become a huge part of my life. Um, and I don't want to be crazy culty about mornings because I feel like there's this, there's that book, uh, I think it's, I forgot who the author was, Hal Elrod, uh, The Miracle Morning. And it's good, and it's rah-rah, and it's cool to listen to. It's a lot of good perspectives, and a lot of it is accurate. But I almost feel like nowadays, if you're, you know, obviously the entrepreneurial thing is very cool nowadays. Everyone says says it in their Instagram, entrepreneur, this and that. Um, I, I feel like with that culture has come that early mornings, the earlier it, it has become a dick measuring competition early mornings as uh, it's, and I know this going to my 12 mavens group too. It's like, well, I wake up at five. Well, I wake up at four 30 and then work out. Well, I'm, I'm up at three 15 every day. It's like, when the fuck do y'all sleep? And if you like look on Instagram and Facebook and everything, everyone is like, everyone's how early do you get up? How fucking early do you get up? And I, I like getting up early, but I, I don't like what that has become. Um, I think everyone's different and you kind of have to do you, but at the same time, um, getting up early is, I think it's, there's a level of toughness to it. Um, because the easy thing to do is hit the snooze button and go back to bed. The tough thing to do is get your ass up out of bed and, you know, and go and do something. So my thoughts on getting up early days when I don't get up, I usually get up around, uh, I set my alarm for five every day. Sometimes I'll go till five thirty or so, but some days, you know, if my daughter's in bed with us and it's a Tuesday and I'm, you know, I don't really have good direction that day. Sometimes I'll sleep till seven or seven fifteen, And those are always the days where I kind of feel the worst. I just feel off. Um, and, uh, this girl, um, 
not this girl, but a girl we do business with, her and her husband, Daniel Lee and uh, his wife, Nalisa. Nalisa, um, she put it really good last time we had a Pints with Pat meetup. She said she likes getting up early to get all the stuff for herself out of the way before um, before the day begins. And that's I think that's a really cool way to put it. Uh, for example, this morning... Um, I'm not a big yoga guy, but I've been doing yoga lately because, uh, cause I really fucked up my back like two weeks ago. I like, I like going to the gym and I like lifting heavy for the most part, but I lifted heavy one early morning and two weeks ago or three weeks ago. And my back was fucked really feeling my age. I could barely, uh, I could barely walk around for, for several days. So I was like, I need to make a change. I'm going to start stretching and kind of doing this stuff. And because I'm not really good at stretching on my own, I started going to some yoga classes and it's been like, it's been brutal. I mean, I I went this morning, I went to the six to seven o'clock class and it's just, I I look really dumb doing it because I have no idea what I'm doing and I'm sweating my ass off and I'm trying to like do the poses that everyone else doing, but I really, I just look like an asshole. But I feel good after, feel like I got a good stretch in. So back what I was talking about about morning is I've already gotten my workout in. I've already kind of hung out with my family and my daughter for a little bit. Um, I'm not rushing. I'm kind of taking my time. I'm up at 5. I went for a little jog first. Went to yoga from 6 to 7. And then I got home, hung out with my daughter, drank a cup of coffee. And then I came in. So I already had my workout done for the day. My head's already screwed on straight. Now, throughout the day, when I'm busy and shit comes up, I don't have to think about, oh, like, I, I really want to get a workout in this afternoon. I haven't yet. That was a battle of mine, you know, six months ago. I used to get up early, but I'd get up early and work. And then, you know, the whirlwind of the day would happen, and I'd plan on working out that after, afternoon, but it just would never happen. So my days have been a lot better since I started, um, since I started actually working out in the morning. Um, so that's been really good. I wanted to share that because that's been a huge, uh, positive lately. So things are moving forward as far as, uh, implementation and trying to get the traction and core value stuff going, but, uh, it's a slow process. Um, it's a slow process and kind of what I talked about last week is you only have one time to do it. Um, you really have to get it right. So still moving forward with that. Um, a little, as far as the home buying side of it, a little overwhelming, the leads we got from the call center. So I'm still trying to fight through those from the hurricane because there were hundreds of them. Um, other than that, it's kind of business as normal. We got uh, we got dinner last night with a guy that works at Corvest um, named Joaquim. Um Great dude. Uh, just did a loan for us on part of the portfolio that I don't really have a part of. Uh, Heritage Heritage 9, he just did a loan on with Corvest. Um, really successful. I think we're going to do more business with him in the future as we start to focus more on rentals and portfolio building. So that was a fun dinner there. So we had an interesting one. Uh, so I, I contracted a deal on... Tuesday, I think Monday or Tuesday, I think it was Monday. I got a contract on a house in Mandarin. And then, uh, this agent called me 
and was like, hey, did you just contract this mount, this house in Mandarin? You owe me a, you owe me a fee, a finder's fee. And I was like, no, I fucking don't. Like you, the homeowner reached out to me direct. He's, he's like, yeah, but I told them to call you. I'm like, so, <laughs> so the homeowner reached out to me directly. I dealt with them. I went out, I bought the house and now I owe you a fee for them. Mention you mentioning my name to them. Like, fuck you. And, uh, well, it's, there's a right and wrong way to do it. Like we're happy to pay referral fees. If he had called me and said, Hey, I'm going to hook you up with these people. Um, they have a house. They're looking to sell it. They're looking to get out cash. Just like we did with Sarah Rocco. Sarah said, we have these people. They're looking to, you know, sell cash. Can you make an offer? Made her an offer. Sarah took both sides of that deal. And it was, you know, she got paid great. I got what we wanted. It worked out awesome. You can watch the video. Worked out awesome. This guy, like, <laughs> it would have been a different story. My offer would have been different if Sarah, if, if Sarah's sellers had reached out to me directly and... I made them an offer, and then Sarah said a week later, "Hey, I, th those are my those are my people. I mentioned your name. You should owe me a fee." Like, no, that's not how it fucking works. So it's just really like ignorant thing for that guy to do. But at the same time, in my head, I'm like, "Well, I want him to send me more." So what do you do there? I don't know. Still gonna think about it a couple of days, but that's it's just not the right way to do things. So, um. We'll deal with that when it comes. But other than that, it was kind of a whirlwind of a week, trying to get up to speed on everything that's going on, trying to focus on the, the core business stuff and still like keep things moving has been a challenge. So that's why the marketing slowdown um, has been really helpful. So once I can get over that hill of everything that's already you know, stacked up on me already, um, I'll feel a lot better about moving forward. But other than that, that's all I got. Uh, everyone have a great week and uh, have a great weekend. And oh, this Sunday, Nick's coming over. We're filming our first Lifestyles Jacks video. Um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about how it's going to turn out. I'm sure it'll be awesome. But uh, it'll be cool having, you know, <laughs> filming around the house and it'll see how natural we can make it. I don't know. I'm sure it'll be great. Uh, I'm excited about it. So um, talk more about that next week. Thank you for listening.